0: This is Sounds Like Adventure, an actual play podcast all about fun roleplay, short runtimes, and great sound design. I'm your host and DM Jack Trainer, and I'm joined by my co-hosts and players Jacob Sirachi and China venzel Hey, welcome back! It's the second episode of Sounds Like Adventure. Thanks for joining us, and Chai and Jacob, welcome back to you guys too. Good. Tag. Howdy. So in the last episode, you first met Otis and Seok Macumbra, the heroes of our story, and their quest to find out what happened to the shadowy secret society known as the Runei began. They arrived at the museum, a place known as the Hall of Electric Curiosity, and they were acting under the instructions of the mysterious leader of the Runei, Nektar. So they had some trouble at the front gate, they've now made it inside and they've met the curator of the museum, the strange and somewhat unsettling Indifference Jones. And in today's episode, their tour begins. But before we get into all that, I do want to talk a little bit more about Otis and Seox classes. So Jacob, I want to go to you first. Um, what class is Otis?
1: Uh, so Otis is a school of illusion wizard, um, sort of a bit of a tradition with the Macombras. Um, It specifically is shadow touched, so can infuse most of his illusions with shadow fill magic. Giving them that sort of shadow quality, he uses the shadows to create his illusions.
0: So you said um, it's a bit of a tradition with the macumbras. Why is it a tradition?
1: Well, I mean, most of the uh, spell chanting and like the semantic components are made for loxodons, so they got to use their trunk. They got to use their like are they paws anyway? Their hands and their their, their trunks to to do use their spells with those semantic components.
0: Awesome. But to touch on the hands, this will come up in a few episodes' time, but yes, they are hands. This is, uh, <laughs> this is something that we know to be true. Um, what do the illusions look like that Otis is making?
1: Being Shadowfell Touch, quite often he will mould them out of shadows. So he will either grab from shadows around him, create his own shadows, and then mould those to what he's sort of trying to, to replicate or to disguise um, or disguise himself. So quite often it'll just be sort of like an accumulation of shadow and then that illusory film making it look like whatever he's aiming aiming for.
0: That is very awesome. I love that. Uh, Chai, uh, tell us about Seok. What's his class?
2: So Seok is a rogue, uh, more specifically a soul knife rogue. That means uh, he's using his psychic abilities or psych- mental powers to do a couple of things. Like he can communicate with other creatures by creating a mental link or he can manifest his psychic powers into blades he couldn't quite learn the family techniques so he had to focus on other aspects of the trade but in secret he still really wanted to learn the magic so he tried really hard and like tried to do like the semantics and the words and the the mental part of the magic which led to him having a breakthrough and uh, granting him these psychic abilities very cool and in today's episode the other big thing that's going to come up is an ability of yours chai uh, can you tell us a bit about psychic whispers using his psychic abilities he can create a mental link between himself and up to a number of other creatures as soon as this mental link is established there doesn't need to be like a visual connection anymore. So it can be quite the distance between the two or more people to communicate mentally. So there's no need for talking or anything.
0: So that's pretty much everything you need to know for this episode, but there's one final detail I want to let you know, and that's about the names of the characters that Otis and Seok run into on their journeys. So some of the names, like Indifference Jones or Necktie, they're all predefined. but most of the names that people encounter, like Mega McGumbo, for instance, are just selected on the fly from a big list of names that I have. So this is going to happen a few times today, so make sure you listen out for it and see if you can pick it. But hey, with all that in mind, let's get into episode two of Sounds Like Adventure. Okay, so last session, you guys just arrived at the Hall of Electric Curiosity and you were trying to find your way in. You went over to the personalized tours stand and you had this weird encounter with this guy, but eventually you find your way in. So the curator of the museum, a man by the name of Indifference Jones, he's just spotted you and he's beelined up to you. And he says, Ah, well, if it isn't our fine representatives of La Center de la Chance. Good day to you both. It's a pleasure and a privilege to have you both here. My name is Indifference Jones, and I am the curator of this fine foundation, and I will be leading your tour today.
1: A a pleasure, Mr. Jones. Can we expect a full tour today? Only the most full
0: tour for the Brothers Macumbra, who have come from the notable Museum de la Centra de la Chance, the gallery, should I say? Yes,
1: sounds appropriate.
0: I trust your entrance to the museum had no trouble
1: at all. No, uh, Mr. McGumbo here was uh, quite welcome.
0: Bows and sort of shuffles away. (laughs) Thank you, sir.
1: Otis Otis puts his hand on McGumbo's hand and leaves in it a um, gold coin, which is actually just a minor illusion. It feels real, but it's not real.
0: Your generosity knows no bounds, my good sir. <laughs> Take this and hold it dearly towards me, and forever I treasure this green beautiful item.
1: I <laughs> so, so after after about a couple of minutes or so, that will that will disappear on right?
0: him. Wonderful, and he himself disappears back to the personalised tour stand. So, welcome to the hall of electric curiosity. Might I ask? I know you two are art buyers, but we don't have any art for sale within the museum. I'm curious what we're looking to have from this tour.
1: Well, you see, Mr. Jones, whether it's for sale or not can be discussed during the day. I'm sure that we have offers that may persuade you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's very humorous indeed. Uh, I will assure you that there is nothing for sale within the museum, but one thing that's free is knowledge, and I will share my knowledge of the wonders that are here.
1: And, and we'll be glad to hear it, Mr. Jones. But uh, everything is for sale at the right price.
3: Everything has a price, and everyone as well.
1: Ah, yes. Yes,
0: yes. Not these artworks, though. Let's be clear.
1: Yeah, Otis uh, using message will uh, speak to um, <laughs> Seog. Uh, brother, do, do, do you know anything about the price part?
3: <laughs> Seog just looks at Otis, wings, and then activates his. His psychic powers. Why do you always do that? Use that inferior spell to communicate.
1: You know that my talents lie elsewhere.
3: You've trained for this for years.
1: I have trained for many other things. Uh, Can you create a floating disc? No, I don't think so.
3: I can create other floating things though. well let, let's let's just be mysterious that we're pretty good at and we just like say like oh everything has a price and blah and blah and, oh like, uh, it seems to amuse him so as long as he's amused so we'll we'll, we'll, we'll we'll find what we want and we'll find a way to get it Yes. also we're not sure if we actually need to take it out of this place or just need to touch it or whatever we just need
1: the information brother
3: Looking at um, Indifference Jones, Seox says, well, knowledge is the highest of the goods, and I'm sure you have plenty to share, so why don't we start there, and maybe we'll have some knowledge for you too.
1: Uh, Otis does also say that Indifference Jones, he says, now, Mr. McGumbo kindly told us that there were apparently some preparations happening for the, the menagerie, was it? Uh, can we expect a tour of it today?
0: Of course! The menagerie is definitely an item that is on the tour for today. So, shall I run down the itinerary for you?
1: Sure, why not, Mr. Jones? I'd be glad to have it.
0: There are three major locations to check out on the tour and a fourth location that is also major. So in some ways, there is four major locations on the tour. (laughs) All right. The first one is on the first floor. It is called The Collective, and it is our main gallery of the Hall of Electric Curiosity, the finest collection of paintings and sculptures in the city of Ethelgrove, from the likes of the painter by the name of Tony Pepperoni and the sculptor by the name of Stupid Jim.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Only the finest.
1: I imagine that in the psychic link that Seok and Otis have, Otis is genuinely laughing (laughs) through the psychic link.
3: A Peroni Tony. I've only heard about his art. I'm very much looking forward to seeing it.
0: Spicy, some people say. Yeah. On the second floor is the dissertarium, a place where great minds gather to discuss great things. Today, we have a talk from none other than leading Madja Horticulturan, Susan Scones. They're actually running late today but I'm sure he will have arrived by the time you head upstairs.
1: So Susan is a man?
0: I believe so. I've actually never seen them before. We booked them sight unsound, but of course their works are renowned. I can't wait to, uh, to witness. Also on the second floor is the balcony overlooking the lower garden. In here we have the reflecting pool. A wonderful little brain teaser that we have brought in from the magician, Mike Rotunda. Anyone who can solve this devilish puzzle will win themselves a prize.
1: And and how many times has it been solved, Mr. Jones? None! None? Oh. Well, I'm I'm sure we can have a good crack at it. What a novelty indeed.
0: Indeed devilish. We set up a different puzzle every year, and the first person who solves it wins
1: a prize. And and how often do your puzzles get solved? Once a year, usually. (laughs) Okay, so someone does manage to solve them.
0: Once a year,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) Would you like to ask how many times a year it gets solved? (laughs)
3: Let me guess. Once. (laughs) Correct! So we are already on the best, on the right way to solving this one.
0: And finally, the first floor, as you have already referred to, is a room that is usually open only to myself and former curators. The Menagerie. A room filled with fine specimens of once living creatures and a few incredibly rare pieces of art. You would be happy to get your eyes upon this place. Now, we do have some preparations that need to be attended to still, and we will be opening the menagerie a bit later today. So I suggest we visit the other exhibits first.
1: on, Mr.
3: Jones. Sounds like a solid plan. I'm really looking forward to Mr. Pepperoni's work.
0: Well, if that is the case, I would suggest we head straight to the Collective, the main gallery of the Hall of Electric Curiosity, featuring art by the likes of the painter, Tony Pepperoni, and the works of the sculptor, Stupid Jim.
3: (laughs) Well, lead on.
0: Follow me! So, um... He starts walking, um, and you you follow him through the through the halls of the uh, museum of electric curiosity uh, as he's taking you towards uh, the collective, which is the as I say the main gallery of um, the the museum. Um, so he leads you down some corridors and through a doorway, and it takes you into a big, brightly lit room. So as you. Walk into this room, you could see statues and paintings all, all around on the walls. There's groups of people walking around, looking at different artworks. There's the quiet, polite murmur that's common in these type of places as people try to pretend they know what they're talking about when they look at the artworks. But at one end of the room, you can hear someone speaking quite loudly.
1: What do you guys do? Otis will try and uh, edge towards, but not noticeably, and listen in.
0: Wonderful. So as you approach the voice, you could see a brightly coloured Aarakocra holding court as um, she speaks about the artwork. She sort of resembles like a rainbow lorikeet in her patterning, um, but like a bit more rainbow than an actual rainbow lorikeet. Yeah. So she spots you both with indifference and um, she calls out to you. She says, indifference, my good man, I could see you have guests, fellow art lovers, I assume. She gestures towards a nearby artwork, and she says, "You there, my dear boy. What do you think of this wonderful piece?" She gestures at you, seok and then points at the artwork. And it's one of those artworks of like a naked baby pissing in a pond.
3: <laughs> a bit too dry for my
0: taste. Quite <laughs> humorous observation. <laughs> True, it's it's rare to find someone who is not only an art lover, but a fan of humour as well. And she says, indifference, you've you found a good one today, that's for sure. He responds, indeed, these two are brothers, and they're here art buyers from another gallery. But of course, none of this art is for sale. She responds, I know, I've tried, I've tried many a time. So, you art buyers here at one of the greatest galleries
3: in the known world,
0: what, what is it that you were hoping to find? Well, that
3: is to be seen, my lady. <laughs> we, we we don't really know until we've laid eyes upon it. Indeed.
1: I'm sure the first time you saw one of uh, uh, Stupid Jim's sculpts, uh, you didn't know that you wanted it until you saw it. Indeed, I
0: was struck dumb when I saw <laughs> it. That's for sure. But indeed, you say, laying eyes upon the artwork, it brings me memory of one of my great favorite activities, and that is identifying artwork in a contest, of course. She looks over at um, Indifference, Indifference goes, Oh no, here we go again. <laughs> I would like to challenge the two of you to a contest.
1: In, internally and to, across the, the Psychic Link, <laughs> Otis is in panic mode, uh, but outwardly he is like, oh, of course, we're, we're, we're up to the challenge, good miss.
3: As Seog says at the same time, ah, we don't have time for such nonsense. <laughs>
0: Time is not of the issue, my good man. This is going to be fun. You will not regret this by any chance. And there's a chance to uh, heavy up your purse, if you know what I mean.
3: Do I look like I need to heavy my purse?
0: Trust me, I'm doing quite all right myself. But if there's a piece of gold on the ground, I'll kick you out of the way to grab it, if you know what I mean.
3: (laughs) Needs to be more than a piece from my time.
0: Tell you what, we didn't get rich by laying gold go to other people, to tell uh, that much.
3: <laughs> I also didn't get rich by digging it out of the ground myself.
0: I like you. <laughs> You're doing quite good. You're matching wits with me quite well. <laughs> but I do insist that you compete with me in this challenge. It'll be a lot of fun.
1: Brother, it, it would be fun. And and um, over the link, he's like, Brother, we need to keep up appearances.
3: Oh, let me just uh, stroll around and have a look at the pieces while you have your game.
0: All right, all right. Uh, stroll around. Uh, have a wonderful time. There's a lot to look upon. I suggest the works of uh, Tony Pepperoni. It's very spicy. All right. Indifference. Would you explain the rules of our challenge? All right, madam, more than happy to. So this is a regular challenge that our our friend here likes to put people up to. So what we do is I bring out artworks from behind the scenes and you too have to try and identify certain details out of them. The person who's able to identify the most details correctly is the winner of the contest.
3: All right why Seog is not participating officially. He's gonna look as well, but then tell Otis what he sees via psychic link.
1: Yeah, Otis trying to keep the charade uh, uh, gestures as outwardly and, and, and lead on, good miss, lead on.
3: Siok's gonna speak to, to Otis and say, I think between the two of us, we can manage to not look like idiots. And, uh, I'm just gonna let you know what I see, and then you you put it all together in your stupid large head, and it will work out fine. Um, well, if if you think so, brother, I'm, I'm pretty sure. By the tug of an ear, you got this.
0: By the tug of an ear. So uh, the Arakocra comes up and she's like, "Well, good luck, my my good man. What what is your name, by the way?" Well, well,
1: I am Otis. Otis Macumbra. Otis Macumbra. Strong name. It certainly is. The Macumbra's uh, are strong in nature. He says, my brother over there, that is Silk.
0: Yes, he's a, he's a wily one, that one, that's for sure. So, let's make this interesting, as I say. How about uh, 100 gold pieces? How about that? Let's uh, wager that
1: each.
3: Silk just speaks into Otis's mind and says, "See." The right thing to ask when you're super rich, you don't care what money is, but you care for favors. So just say, hmm, "How about we wager a favor instead?"
1: Otis said, uh, taking that on stride. Uh, looks at the arakocra and says, "Money, money, gold, gold. Uh, uh, how about we uh, we trade in favors?" say I win, we will be indebted to you for one favour and we win and you'll be indebted to us one favour.
0: I think I'm going to need a persuasion check for that. Uh, see if you can beat a 12. Okay.
1: That is a total of 10.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she puts her one of her wings over her face. My dear boy, I didn't, I didn't realize that we were getting so personal right away. Mm, in- interesting indeed.
1: Otis starts going red. He's like, oh no, no, not, 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 not that sort of favor, my dear.
0: I mean, you're saying I, uh, I could ask for
3: anything I want?
1: Otis uh, catching on looks at glance to the Seahawk
3: within reason
1: blasts him over the psychic link and says yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: I agree <laughs> and I dare say this will be win-win no matter who loses and she's um Flittering her, um, uh, her wing in front of her face like a like a like a geisha's fan is what she's doing at the moment. <laughs> By the way, this Cocker is old as <laughs> well. Is what I'm getting at here. If if, uh, if that didn't come across, like this is an old art lover, this woman so um as all this has happened um indifference has gestured at minions and like the people in the same attire have um brought out an artwork um it's standing in front of you guys and it's covered by cloth he is ready to reveal it to you and he says all right my good people are we ready for the contest to begin right yes make sure you tune in next week to find out what happens in this crazy contest that this Arakoka is challenging the brothers to but hey thank you so much for joining us for episode two of sounds like adventure it's just the beginning of otis and seahawks journey there's so much more to come and if you're listening on launch day thank you so much for tuning in i can't wait for you to hear where this goes now, to make sure you don't miss anything that happens, make sure you do a couple of things for me. Head over to the podcast app that you're listening to this on, subscribe to the show or follow. Then if you have time, go and leave us a five-star review. It's so, so helpful and I really appreciate it. And last of all, if you want to stay across everything that we're up to, head over to soundslike.show and all the links to all of our socials are there. Make sure you go through and follow those pages. And hey, don't forget, we are still doing that giveaway. Around $450 worth of D&D awesomeness is up for grabs. Go to soundslike.show, head over to the post about the contest, and you will see everything you need to know, terms and conditions, all that kind of stuff. Check it out. All right, with all that in mind, we'll catch you next week for the next episode of Sounds Like Adventure.